What's up everybody? Thanks for pushing play. This is Chris Norris. Welcome to the Cognitive Fitness Coach Podcast. Here we're dedicated to boosting our mental and physical wellness through the power of meditation, breath work, mindfulness, exercise, nature, and other proven practices. Join us every two weeks as we explore a new technique and approach to cultivate a healthier, more energetic, and more fulfilling life. Get ready to challenge your mind, invigorate your body, and tap into your inner power with relatable insights, inspiring stories, meditations, and practical tips. Let's start your journey toward a fitter and more vibrant you. Let's find the best version of ourselves. Hey everybody, let's start today by doing a quick internal selfie. And what I mean by that is I would like you to close your eyes and that feels safe. Or maybe just shift your gaze gently downwards and just bring your attention inwards. Bring your attention to any bodily sensations you feel. Perhaps there's any tension or tightness. Perhaps there's soreness. Perhaps there's warmth or coolness on your skin. Just bringing your attention inwards. And bringing your attention to any emotions or feelings that are present, anything going on. Perhaps noticing the mind is drifting to the future or to the past. Just noting that. We're not judging, criticizing ourselves for this. We're not attaching any storylines to any of this. We're just observing. Observing, taking an internal self. Now perhaps let us focus on our breath. Now let's do a short breath practice. And today we'll be doing a breath practice of four, seven, eight breathing. We'll be taking the breaths in through the nose for four seconds, retaining that breath for seven seconds, and then a nice slow exhale out the mouth through pursed lip for eight seconds. And I'll be doing the counts for you. So you just follow along with the sound of my voice. And if it feels good, perhaps you can put your hand up on your chest and another hand down on your belly. And we do this because we really want to try to breathe with our diaphragm. We want to pull those breaths into our body with our diaphragm. And we should feel the diaphragm expand. And I like to feel this belly chest breathing so it's breathing into the belly and then filling the chest 
Retaining that for seven seconds. And a nice slow steady exhale out for eight seconds. So if you'd like to start, you can put a hand up on a chest, your other hand down on your belly. Now let us start by pushing all our air out. So push all your air out of your mouth. Pushing all your air out, bringing your belly all the way into your spine. Now in through the nose, three, four. Retain this on top. Three, four, five, six, seven. Now exhaling out the mouth through pursed lips. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Out. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, on your own, and hold. And out. And in. Hold. And out. Completely on your own now. No count. On you. Keep going. One more. Good. Now allow your breathing to return to normal. Into the nose and out of the nose. Now let us take another internal selfie now. Noticing how you feel. Perhaps some of that tension that may have been present earlier has let go a little, some of the tightness has softened. Perhaps there's been an increase of heat in your body. Just taking that internal selfie again. 
and noting any differences between when we started and how we are now. Let us invite some movement into our body, perhaps by wiggling our fingers and wiggling our toes and anything else that feels welcoming. Maybe a little twist. Ooh, that felt good. <laughs> I don't know if it was loud enough to catch it on the microphone, but my back cracked pretty good. <laughs> Maybe I'll put my arms up if that feels safe and welcoming and relatively pain-free today, not too bad. I twist my head. Oh, looking up, looking down, side to side. Okay, and if you close your eyes, you can flutter them open <clears throat> or just bring your gaze gently upwards. So yeah, hopefully that was a good experience for you. Um, you know, we use these types of breath practices and, and do them proactively. You know, I like to do them in the morning when I start my day and sometimes in the evening I start my day and do them throughout the day too. I use them uh, uh, in response to things, um, but I also do it when, you know, there's nothing going on per se. Um, and they're super helpful to downregulate the nervous system. And I try to do them enough um, that it's automated in my response so that I don't have to think about going to a breath practice. I mean, we, we do it automatically. Honestly, it's like if you get scared by something or you're trying to get a bunch of energy to, to move to action, you know, one of the first things your, your mind tells your body to do is <laughs> take a big inhale, right? Like if you see a baby about to fall off a sofa or something right you're going to catch the baby first things you're going to do is right and go after that baby and if you get some bad news or, or something comes in that you're you're unhappy about one of the first things you do is you uh you do a long exhale right someone asks you how your day's going if your day's going poorly you know you go right and then you answer <laughs> so we're doing this stuff all automatically and um I have a toddler here at home, and I see it a lot, the toddler too. Um, the toddler will do these, um, they call um, physiological sighs, and they're calming themselves down and soothing themselves from a temper tantrum, which, um, and they're about two years old, so it seems like these uh, temper tantrums come on about, we're averaging probably three a day. <laughs> And um, that's okay, just a phase, you know, I know. I have, I have another kid and uh, I know we'll get through this, but anyway, let me go down that rabbit hole. So what happens with the sympathetic nervous system and uh, really sympathetic is one side of the peripheral nervous system. It's the sympathetic side and then the parasympathetic side, but the sympathetic side is, is what activates when the mind perceives danger. Um, and you know this serves us very well when that danger is something like oh the you know the baby falling off the couch or confronting a mountain lion or a grizzly bear. Um, you know you want this fight, flight, 
response to kick in. Um, another part of that is also freeze, like a tonic immobility type scenario. But when this kicks in, um, the response to this is, is, is going to be to fight, perceive threat, flee from it, or perhaps freeze up. So the changes that occur in the body is you can increase heart rate, right? The sympathetic nervous system that singles the heart to beat faster and harder, increasing blood flow to your muscles and your brain. You also get a constriction of blood vessels. The body constricts blood vessels in the skin, in the digestive system, the kidneys, and it redirects the blood flow to the muscles and, and to the brain. That's why you get those uh, butterflies in your stomach. Um, the digestive system starts to shut down when you start to get nervous. You know, one of the times I can think about that is, you know, public speaking. I have a speaking engagement. I still get nervous. I still get, I get butterflies in my belly. Um, breathing. So rapid breathing, you're going to get shallow breaths, right? Shallow, quick breaths stimulate the respiratory system. It causes faster, deeper breaths, increasing your oxygen intake. And that's important. We'll talk about that later on here. Dilated pupils. The pupils are going to dilate. In other words, they open up some. That allows more light to enter the eyes, improve our vision in low-light conditions. It's built-in uh, night vision goggles there. Increased sweating. The body will start to sweat more in order to help regulate the body temperature. And then the release of those adrenaline and cortisol. Adrenaline glands release adrenaline and cortisol and the hormones increase blood sugar levels. That enhances our alertness and our focus and it increases our strength and our stamina. So all these changes are designed to help the body respond quickly and effectively to perceived threats. And once the danger is passed, the parasympathetic nervous system should take over and slow down these physiological responses and return to a much more relaxed state, as I like to call the relaxed state of rest and digest. And that sympathetic response is useful when it's a baby falling off the couch or you're running from a mountain lion. No, you shouldn't run from a mountain lion. Public service announcement, you should get big and try to intimidate the mountain lion. We're <laughs> fighting off a grizzly bear, which I don't have any uh, good tips for that. Well, actually, I do. Um, <laughs> going down a rabbit hole again, but I, I do know that if you're hiking and you get attacked by a bear, as they told me in Japan, is make sure you keep your backpack on and kind of like try to huddle underneath that thing like a turtle in a shell. But we digress. So the parasympathetic response should bring you back down. The problem becomes um, is that these are useful responses of the sympathetic fight-flight, but and they save you and they help you during times of distress, but they're also stimulated by things like email, text messages, alerts, traffic, so on and so forth, the mortgage payment all these daily things that we, that we put up with, and then it becomes like this chronic stress. And it's also stimulated by our thoughts. I can just make myself physically ill from my thoughts. And when the mind wanders, as the mind does, and it wanders to visions of the future or ruminations of the past, um, you're not ever gonna stop that mind wandering. You may be able to mitigate it some and, and try to maintain some mindfulness and some presence, in the moment, 
but it's always going to wander. It's the default mode network of the mind is to wander. So when it does wander, how can we how can we help that out? Well, what I like to do is if it wanders into the future, as it often does, I like to envision things working out the way I want them to work out and being successful. And when it slips back into the past, I like to take those things that happen as life lessons and not life sentences. And now I'm not saying that you shouldn't be prepared for things to happen. I just wouldn't worry about them. So, I mean, I'm a long time military member. I'm a veteran of 24 years. I know all about contingency planning. I know about planning for the most dangerous course of action. But I also know about planning for the most likely courses of action. So, again, with the mind wandering, I think it's best to, to, to really envision things working out. You know, if you have a job interview, envision yourself getting that job, shaking the boss's hand and onboarding. If you're trying to buy a house, you know, envision yourself getting that house. And so if these thoughts, you know, can begin to trigger our sympathetic nervous system, which I think is substantial that, you know, the body doesn't know that the mind is drifting. The body nervous system thinks this stuff's really happening. So that's where it comes in that we can really stress ourselves out and make ourselves physically ill just by our thoughts alone. But if the stimulus brings thoughts, brings emotions, brings action or inaction, we can go the other way too with this deep breath practices, right? We can, we can take those long, slow, deep breaths and activate the parasympathetic nervous system, slow down our heart rate, lower our blood pressure, relax our muscles, all through the vagus nerve. And this regulation of the cortisol can help us really just bring better mental clarity and reduce these feelings of fatigue and brain fog and and contribute to a sense of calm and relaxation. So overall, to, to wrap it all up, you know, deep breathing is a simple and effective way to calm the nervous system and reduce stress and anxiety. And if the four seven eight breathing didn't speak to you today, then Maybe try some 4x4 breathing, or it's called box breathing, or physiological size, or maybe some of the deep rhythmic breathing. But just try it all out. You know, treat it like a buffet. Go and try everything out. What you like, go back for seconds. What you really like, put it in the doggy bag, bring it home. And consistency, I think, is something to be noted. Trying to do this every day, every morning, or every night, or every morning and every night, and maybe every lunch break. Um, yeah, I think it will really be beneficial for your experience. So again, thanks for tuning in. This is Chris Norris for the Cognitive Fitness Coach Podcast. Peace and be well. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope that you found it informative and entertaining. As you may know, podcasts rely on support of their listeners to grow and reach a wider audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rating or a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us improve and let others know what to expect when they tune in. 
Plus, it helps us reach new listeners who might not have found us otherwise. So if you're a fan of this podcast, please take a moment to show your support by leaving a rating or review. We appreciate it, and we thank you for your continued support. Peace and be well.